Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Good morning. It's Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. COVID-19 emergency declarations officially ended yesterday, both nationally and in Illinois. Governor J.B. Pritzker made the official announcement in Springfield. My colleague Cameron Cutanello is reporting that Pritzker stood in a moment of silence for the 36,000 people in Illinois who have died from COVID. He says the state owes healthcare workers everlasting respect and gratitude for their sacrifices during the pandemic, as he also named May 11th as Public Health and Healthcare Hero Day. With the federal and state emergency COVID orders lifting, workplaces in Chicago might start seeing more employees back in the office. From using cell phone location data to daily key card swipes at downtown buildings, my colleague Claire Lane reports that companies are assessing who's coming back to the office and how to encourage them to do so. Kiana DeStasi is with the Chicago Loop Alliance. She says office workers in Chicago have been the slowest group to return downtown when compared to arts and culture seekers and home buyers. But that pendulum might be swinging the other way now. We're definitely not at max capacity in terms of where office culture is going to recover. And people are realizing the the benefit and connection, both professionally and personally, of meeting together. Dastasi says more than 60 percent of downtown workers are already back in their offices. But that's only on some days, not every day. Believe it or not, it has been almost a year since the U.S. Supreme Court reversed Roe v. Wade on the federal level, though abortion care did remain accessible here in Illinois. Now, the Illinois House of Representatives is leaning into that. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting on four measures they passed earlier this week that would further protect and expand access to reproductive health care. On the other hand, Democratic State Representative Kelly Cassidy says Republican-controlled states have ramped up their restrictions on abortion. And as long as they continue their aggressive attacks, we will just as aggressively defend and protect the people of the state of Illinois and the people they are forcing to flee to our state to come and get care. Cassidy's measure would require insurers to cover abortion medication. And other measures would require public universities to have emergency contraception at wellness kiosks and protect license plate data of people coming to Illinois for abortion care. Next week, Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson will officially take office. Now, when folks run for office, they make a lot of plans and a lot of promises. And one of Brandon Johnson's was to reopen mental health clinics that closed more than a decade ago. My colleague, Tessa Weinberg, is looking at how he might be planning to carry this out. Some are saying his approach still has yet to be determined. Now, you might remember that Mayor Lori Lightfoot made a similar pledge when she ran for office, but she later walked that back. Instead, she ended up focusing on nonprofit and community-based providers. Johnson might continue with this approach or do something entirely different. If you've been following this issue in Chicago, you know that it is extremely difficult and no one has quite figured it out for real. You can find Tessa's story with a more in-depth overview and analysis of this at WBEZ.org. And before we get to the weather, a few quick hits. 
We're heading into the WNBA season, and as for the Chicago Sky, expectations are a little lower than usual. The team is listed 10th out of 12 in ESPN's preseason power rankings after they lost several key players. But at the Sky Media Day earlier this week, player Kalia Copper said the reimagined team is committed to finding their own identity. And Title 42 is that federal law that restricts access to the U.S. border. And at 11.59 last night, it expired. With that and the crisis with so many migrants in Chicago, ABC7 is reporting on folks in the city who are stepping up to help thousands of migrants coming here. From delivering diapers and other essential items to translating conversations, folks are volunteering at migrant shelters all over Chicago. You can see some of those places and opportunities at ABC7 Chicago's website. And last week, there was a contentious community meeting in Inglewood where some residents said they did not want a -a Save-A-Lot store in the neighborhood. Despite that, my colleagues at the Sun-Times are reporting that the grocer opened without fanfare after all yesterday on the same site of the former Whole Foods store that closed last fall. As for the weather, rain most of the day today with a chance of thunderstorms this afternoon. High temperatures in the low 70s today. Over the weekend, it looks like more rain and highs hovering around 65 degrees. And that's it for now. Later today, spring showers bring summer flowers. For the last installment of our Spring Culture Guide Conversations, Julia Benswanger is going to walk us through all the outdoor and indoor spots where you can stop and smell the roses. There is just a joy in flowers, in blooms, in really just walking outside and seeing the fresh air in these spaces. That's today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you then.